Good Tuesday morning, just past nine. You're updated with the news. We have our Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders report here in just a bit with Adam Marco for a first of June. But first, it's time now for our Tuesday Community Health Update Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force. I understand that Milford Mayor Sean Strube is on assignment today, so we'll be without him. We do have infectious disease specialist Dr. Doug Mannion. Doug, good morning. Hey, George. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How was your Memorial Day? Oh, wow. It wasn't that nice and warm on Saturday and Sunday. I worked on my tan. <laughs> I saw <laughs> on Facebook. The worst, the worst weather I can remember. It got a little bit nicer last night for the last barbecue of the weekend, but I hope everybody had a good weekend. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I know we've had washouts on holiday weekends, but to have low 40s uh, for two and a half days in uh, late May, I, I don't know if I remember that one at all. No, no, it reminded me of my home country of Canada, but it, yeah, the sun's out this morning, so it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful morning, and we've got some good news. I understand that numbers are headed in the right direction, local numbers, national numbers, cases, vaccinations. Please give us the lowdown on where we stand right now in this 1st of June. Yeah, so I'm happy to say almost uniformly good news across the board. So the infection rate, uh, our, our rates are dropping across the you know, Pike County and surrounding counties. Uh, Pike is still doing worse than its neighbors, but uh, it's way better than it had been. And, and if you look at the graph, it's a really nice steady decline, uh, which is exactly where we want to be. So hopefully within the next few weeks, we'll be below that threshold of, of you, know, you know, two cases per 100,000 population per day on average. We're, we're currently four times that at eight. Uh, but we're heading in the right direction, and that's a function of you know people continuing to wear masks and socially distance if they're not vaccinated, uh, people getting vaccinated, and just the fact that people are congregating outside more than inside. So all of those are good trends. Uh, hopefully, by the end of the month of, of June, you know we're going to have you know minimal, if any, ongoing transmission, and then we can all have maybe a bit of a COVID-free summer. Wouldn't that be great? Wow! Yes, a little normalcy. Even yesterday felt. You know, just a little normal uh, with the parades and getting outside and uh, just doing something we haven't done in quite some time. Nice. I know, I know. And then on the vaccination front, the numbers are are steadily climbing. It's not as fast as anyone would like, but it's still going up. Uh, nationally, 61% of all adults have had at least one vaccine dose, which means that nationally we're on track to hit the, the goal that the White House set of 70% of adults having received at least one dose by July 4th. So I was just listening to the head of the CDC on the radio yesterday saying they think that that goal is achievable. But of course, immunity is not a national phenomenon. It's a local phenomenon. So we want to get the numbers up locally as well. And and we're way behind. So we're only 34% of people in Pike County are currently fully vaccinated and 49% of adults have had at least one dose. So we're 12% behind the country and 21% away from where we want to get, uh, you know, and here we are on June 1st. So if you haven't got vaccinated and you want to get vaccinated, it's really easy now to get an appointment. So, you know, you know uh, by all means do so. Dr. Doug, where do we stand locally on fully vaccinated individuals? Uh, adults, Pike County, 34%. Okay. 34%. I just was And sure then, uh, the highest surrounding County is, uh, Sussex, New Jersey at 45%. And we have at least one uh, dose, sixty-one percent nationwide. You said correct. Okay, correct. So we're so we're getting there. The other piece of good news, scientifically, is this bunch of, of folks, researchers at uh, in St. Louis, uh, actually took people who had had COVID, mild cases of COVID. These are mostly very young people, and they actually, and I, this is an incredible thing they did, but they actually tested their bone marrow multiple times. 
Uh, and these are people who, who would not have had to have their bone marrow checked otherwise. I mean, you get your bone marrow looked at if you have cancer and stuff like that. But these young people volunteered to have their bone marrow tested two or three times to see how much antibody producing cells were there initially after their COVID infection and how long those antibody producing cells lasted. And the good news is there were lots of cells and those cells lasted for at least nine months. So this is going contrary to the previous belief, which was when you just look at the blood, antibodies from natural infection seem to go away very quickly, but it looks like we do have immune memory, which is what you want. So, so natural infection may actually provide better and longer lasting immunity than we had thought. Nine months. Nine months, nine months and counting. So it's still, so the, the, and we know this for a fact now. So by far the best way to get immunity is actually vaccination after having gotten COVID. Second best would, it, it looks like it is to have had COVID, but of course there's a risk of having COVID that you could get very sick or die. <clears throat> uh, and close behind is vaccination. That's the whole reason why we recommend if you can avoid getting COVID do, if you have gotten COVID, you're not, you know, you should still get vaccinated. If you haven't had COVID, get vaccinated. So what you're saying is I, sh I should be happy this morning since I had COVID and I'm vaccinated. So I'm in good shape. You are a <laughs> superman when it comes to antibody production. Uh, oh, wow. How about that? Uh, there we go. There we go. All right. So uh, wh where are we looking at the things going as far as uh, you know, vaccination clinics locally and uh, getting more people uh, signed up? What are we going to do here? So Wayne Memorial is actually converting over to 100% use of the Pfizer vaccine, and that's what they can actually also do the younger kids because Pfizer has been more proactive than Moderna or Johnson & Johnson in terms of doing the studies in children. So I'm actually checking with them today to see when exactly that occurs, and then we're going to schedule our next local appointments um, as early as possible after they've made the conversion over to, to the Pfizer vaccine. So hopefully I'll know by next week when that's going to be. Okay. Well, you know, uh, it's nice having a report that is all uh, positive news. Uh, maybe not as positive as you'd like, but uh, certainly improving news, and that's good news, and hopefully working toward uh, some normalcy in a great summer. Well, so if you look at the, so the number of deaths in the United States is down in the 100 range after being up in the 3,000 range per day. And I can't wait for, and we haven't had that day yet, but I can't wait for the day when nobody dies from this. And that day is hopefully going to be very, very soon, and that's going to be a landmark for us. It's going to be a milestone that I'm sure we're all going to be happy to see at least today when we don't lose any of our of our fellow citizens to this stupid disease. All right. All right, Dr. Doug, always good to talk to you. Talk to you next right, week George. with even better news. I'll try. And maybe, okay. you can, maybe you can find the mayor, too, wherever he goes. I'll, I'll dig him up. <laughs> All right, <laughs> okay. there you go. It's our community health update for a Tuesday with the Milford COVID Volunteer Task Force Infectious Disease Specialist, Dr. Doug Mannion. As we now take a look at what happened with the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders yesterday, it's Adam Marco.